Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, howdy there, friend. It's your kind of neighborhood sound wizard, Nick. Coming to you with one fantastic pitch. Now, if you love Rolling in the Geek just as much as I do, you'll also love to uh, check out their Patreon and maybe give them a little subscribe so you can check out awesome shows like their uh, 30 to an hour-ish, depending on how much bullshitting they actually do, of content of the pre-show that they put on there. And you also get under the trench coat, which sounds a little something like this. Hello and welcome to Under the Trench Coat, the after show bonus episode for Riven, the Shattered Continent. I am Ken Brown, your dungeon master. Is that Brad? Of course it was. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Did you? Did How you long do- were you clenching? <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it on purpose because you know that I edit uh, under the trench coat very little? Yes, that's right. Fart jokes are hilarious, but they also cover things such as. I think you're rubbing off on me because I, I think I have a, a, a potential crackpot corner thought. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm, okay. It might sound wrong. It might sound bad. But don't be upset. It's Crackpot Corner with Brad. Bum. <laughs> I, I don't. I think this is the first like for real Crackpot Corner with Brad. So let's let's fucking hear it. What what if? <clears throat> and maybe it's not that Crackpot. I just think it's Crackpot. What if? And you only got one spot that you can check that all out. It's over there on Patreon. So why don't you go on and go on ahead, give it a give it a look, give it a look, see, maybe get a subscribe and uh, enjoy the content. Right now, let's get back to the regular episode. Hi, it's me, Nick, your sound wizard. Also, Harkos and Riven and Elias and Heroes. Sometimes a relatively mediocre DM for one shots. I'm here. I'm here to let you know that we're going to be taking a break at the end of April after episode 78. We're not going to release canon episodes for May. We're going to take a breather, take a step back, and just focus on us. Now, This isn't for bad reasons. We've just been recording for a year and a half. So we're going to take a break. Not that anything's chaotic. We're all very relaxed and we're happy to be here. In the meantime, while we're gone, we will be releasing some 
Riven Tales for you every Friday in place of episode content. Except for Heroes. Heroes is just going away from me. Sorry. But thank you for understanding. We need time to unwind and be in bliss. So that's what we're doing. Goodbye. um, Once again, end of April, episode 78. Promise we won't cliffhanger you too hard. Uh, uh, Podcast will still be here in June when it comes back. Um, I'm not really sure how to end this. So... Yep. Pay no attention to the screams in the background. It's perfectly normal. Nick signing up. Goodbye. Talk to you in the next one. Oh, Jesus. I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello there. Uh, I'm Harkos, Iron Jaw Pasaro. I'm an book for Monk from Hokkaido, a Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge, and a proud member of the B Team. We are set on purging Riven once again of the dragon tyrants that seem to be resurging. We're- Wait. That's what really what we're trying to do. We're gonna drag. Oh dear! And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, Forge Cleric of Numerath. I have left this world once and witnessed what is waiting for me. However, my friends need me, and I promise to become the bulwark of this world to protect them and the blade of Numerath. To cleanse it of corruption. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team has a short fight with Koba, who, after drawing some bluish-white energy out of Harkos, states that he has what he needed and jumps through the window. Trevor jumps out after him and is able to find him, and that he has flown into the air having sprouted wings. Harkos flies out, but can't spot the Herald. Trevor drops a heat metal spell onto Koba's armor, which forces him to stay still and try to get it off. Harkos and Trevor drop more damage onto him, and Harkos stuns him in the air with a stunning strike, which makes him fall from the sky at 60 feet, which kills him. But the reliquary is damaged in the process, and after a strike of lightning at the spot, a massive circular storm envelops Aramor. The team go and collect their shit, and Phil, 
and they go out to brave the storm. They discuss options and eventually decide on the admittedly bad idea that they're going to let themselves get caught up by the wind. They dodge flying debris and are able to breach into the eye of the storm, where they see Toravir, whom is gathering energy from the lightning strikes inside of the clouds. And that is where we pick back up. I feel bad for Aramore. Does anybody else feel bad for Aramore? Yeah, a little bit. Is this the second bullshit fucking dragon that has jumped Aramore's bones in like the last week? <laughs> I mean, a- anybody? Anybody it, else? I I don't know. I I think they had it coming. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, when you got shitty people trying to charge that much for a room just for a few hours, I mean, you're kind of asking to have your town beset upon by two different dragons. Aramore should have evicted that motherfucker a long time ago, much like he evicted us. And you know what? Maybe the you dragons would have chose somewhere else. Out of a, something that they haven't lived in or paid for. Well, is it my fault that I didn't live in and pay for it, Ken? No, it's his fault for his stupid fucking, oh, it's corporate. Fuck off. <laughs> poor guy was just trying to do his job i was just trying to do mine guess what i succeeded in my endeavor i killed the dra- well i assisted in killing a dragon that would have eaten him well his essence so i think at the end of it all i won the day didn't pay for his shitty room saved my friend saved a town he gets to keep charging people out the ass and now, if Torovir turns out to be a bad guy, we can just let him take the town. No, we point him directly. We're like, that specific in right there, that one, start there. And then we'll just go fight him at that end. We'll be like, we won't fuck with you. And then we ambush him from behind only after he besets <laughs> upon the end. Then we find out that, that guy's not working that day. And then we have to pop. <laughs> We're like, oh, you're so strong. Maybe go attack that home. And then we take him over there and then we finish him off over there. Are you good? <laughs> Depends on how many times I meet that man in this campaign. Remains <laughs> remains to be seen. TBD. For who knows how Ideally long. never. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> Ideally never. I like that we, we, I, have bullied Ken into not using an NPC anymore. <laughs> We're going to fucking go back there and some nice man's going to be there. He's going to be like, yeah, no, um, the last guy, he felt really weird about his voice and said he had a severed arm waved at him. And so he he quit. Uh, room rates are still the same, <laughs> but at least I sound normal. Am I right? Ha ha. <laughs> I'll be like, cool, we'll pay you. Thanks, you know what? You're room. actually not that annoying. Here's all of my gold. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that he was annoying. There was a lot that compounded with the voice choice, which is not Ken's fault. I like that he changes the voice. He'd be very boring. No, well, he wouldn't. He'd still be entertaining, but it would be very monotonous if all your NPCs sounded the same. You're a great DM for changing your voice. It wasn't the voice. It's just bad timing that you pick weird voices. It was, it was partly the voice. We all know. <laughs> I guess kind of, but you also, it's just bad timing that you pick these grading voice. Like Jorick has a grading voice, but I fucking love Jorick. 
Jorick has a voice True. that could totally get on my nerves, but for whatever reason, it doesn't. Initially, it kind of did. Like when he when we introduced him in the first episode, I was like, mm, don't know if I'm going to like this. Fucking love him. That guy, there was a lot of bad shit. You were just like, you know what? I'm going to do the. I'm making this conscious choice to fuck with a pissed off Alakokra. And then I'm the bad guy for waving around a melty arm. <laughs> So you guys are in the middle of this storm. <laughs> I, I I hesitated to use the term eye because it's not an eye. Like you can't see down mm-hmm. below cloud cover, but it's it's definitely like a it's almost like a partial cutout. Uh, so there's still cloud cover, but like there was definitely a wall and then there's just this sweeping wind that is has kept this area clear and you can very it's a very clearly see Toravir. It's a pocket. Yes, thank you. Uh you can very clearly see Toravir in the center of this, uh basically being held up by the wind and all these lightning strikes coming through him. So what do you want to do? I didn't think this far. I didn't think we'd get this far. Um, um, oh, did you think you were going to die in the wind? I mean, I thought somebody might, and then we'd be like, bad idea! And I'll just fold in my wings and fall. That wouldn't have worked. You the rules, so... I can unmake them. I don't know what that means. You you unmake the rules, and then Trevor fucking dies. Like, that's that's how that would end up working. Somehow... Just environmental shit is Trevor's weakness. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's not Arcos, so. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. In Arcos fashion, how how loud does the wind sound? Like, is it just is it just like? It is comparable to the experience on the train. Oh. With the torn off side. That makes a little bit of a difference. So. Just start waving. Yeah, basically, Harkos, without thinking, is just. He's, he's gonna just gulp his. And. Wave up an arm. Hello! Um, hello, M- Mr. Storm in the skies? Mr. Bolt that brings dread. Excuse me. Should I should I rubber ducky or should I elder dice? Rubber ducky. You're so fun. Quack, quack. Uh, so to, to the listeners who are listening to this, uh, I, I, I backed a Kickstarter from the Evergreen Borough. And now I have cute, adorable dice that have uh, rubber duckies in them. And I, I almost said cute little dice. They are not little. <laughs> I don't know if you guys realized when I was holding them in my hand for the picture that I sent to you. They're fucking big. What, uh... I mean, Ken, you got these giant dice full of rubber ducks. I mean, do you even have anything to keep them in, though? Like, where would you store oh, something yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. Part of the Kickstarter was a storage method for them, which is a cute little bathtub. What? A cute little bathtub? Yeah. Actually, oh, my gosh. The the rubber ducky is a little bigger than the uh, multi-class die. Damn. 
Yeah. That's a chonker. I mean, it makes sense. Wow. Because you can. How how small can you get a ducky before you're like, what's the point of putting it in here? You know. <laughs> so I mean, it makes sense. That that makes that makes the ducks feel worth it. Because if you just had a dinky duck, you'd be like, I mean, that's cool, but I lost some of the features. If they're that big. You got some decent chonky ducks in there. Yeah. All right. Well, here here we go. First roll. Okay. I uh, so. You see Torvir's head turn and stare at you. <laughs> After a few moments, you hear almost like the sucking in of something, and then a pop and a nova of lightning comes off of him, and the lightning stops striking. I'm not sure if I've succeeded or screwed up more. He continues to just stare at you. Can... Can I... Can... I can't, I can't get the words out of my mouth. I can't, my, my mouth doesn't want to say them. <laughs> my body is telling me no. Uh, but my red button is telling me yes. Can I fly towards him? Yeah. At a leisurely pace. Not, not in a quick and I want to get there quick pace. All the while doing the hard goes, uh, 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 Hi! Um, are you, Miss... Mr. Mr. Storm, Lightning, Toravir, hello? As you get closer, I'd say as you get to about like the 50 foot mark or so, uh, he puts up one of his massive talent hands and like does like a stop kind of motion. I listen. <laughs> I might be disobeyed here in a few minutes, but now is not the time. Not this high in the air. I remember you. Oh, that's I've that's seen good. through your eyes, felt your feelings, and heard your thoughts. Oh, I all of them. All of them and more. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Uh. God, I have I have a question in my mind, but I don't know when is good to ask. I don't I don't I don't know if now is like too like this is this is like the first date thing like. Do I say this before the breadsticks even get out, or like, do I need to do I need to hold off until like the entrees are like here and we got a couple bites in? Because because I feel like <laughs> I don't I don't know what to. Do. Oh Jesus! If it's any consolation, I didn't um, intend for that to happen. We didn't intend for that to be. What happened? Um, it was uh, insolence. Honestly, we didn't even know you were in that 
reliquary. He's just staring at you. There's just a very drawn out, very awkward silence as he just pierces through you with his with his eyes. I don't um, I guess I'll just keep talking because I don't like the the quiet that you're creating. Um, uh, The (laughs) I don't know. This is not the question I was talking about, by the way. This is a different question that popped in my head that I feel like needs uh, to be broached. Uh, I I don't know when would be a good time. Um, Koba there were problems in his retreat with you. Um, he fell and died. <laughs> um, we totally he, didn't do that to him. He did not just fall on his own. I never said it was on his own. I just said he fell and died. I am aware of what happened. If... uh, His memories are my memories. Yeah, we've heard that recently. Um... (laughs) I didn't know uh, who he was. I I was uh, sleeping quite soundly in my nest, and as apparently you're probably aware, and, well... My naked friend t- jumped out the window after him, and so I i simply was trying to assist, and then what the next thing you know, I punched a man to the ground. Uh, well, a uh, uh, dragon man. Any, that's not important. Um, it was accidental adjacent, I suppose, and I just, I just, <laughs> I wanted you to know that it, we, we're attempting to turn over a new, um... Oh, is it really hot up here? Like, are we... <laughs> do you think it's, like, the pressure difference because of, well, your storm, possibly? I don't know. The, the air's pretty thin, too. I don't, I don't... Um... I would think that with those wings that you would have experienced this thinness before. Oh. Oh no, I I I've not um, flown too too high before. This is not something that I um I've I'm not against it. I, I I like I like the feel of the the wind uh, beneath my wings, and uh, it's just I didn't have the the um permission, I suppose. Um, you see that it when you are talking about this, it stretches out his astoundingly massive wings and flaps them very gently and says this this is a feeling that you should have experienced already but I guess not all are as accepting of their birth as us Uh, 
Yes, well, um, now, it's, mm, it's conversation for, uh, another time. Um, qu- quick question. Uh, again, probably not the best time or place, but, you know, neither was breaking your reliquary in the middle of a highly populated city. Um, you know, a long, some time ago when, um, the, um, Cabal did the the thing they did to your kind, did, were, were you, did, did you, did you stand with or or against Cyraxis? We we have heard from lots of people that there there were sides, and um, we've we've met a fair number of one side. Where, where might we have found you then? Maybe. Why does this matter to you so greatly? I've become sort of a history buff in our time <laughs> lately. Um, there's not a lot that gets told about that area of time for who knows what reason. And if you're all starting to come back... I feel the more knowledge we have, the better off we can receive the news. It's very hard to say words when you believe nothing you're saying. (laughs) So he points a taloned claw at you, Trevor. You, child of Sam Rington. (laughs) Oh, shit! Do you feel the same as Harkos? Does this matter to you? Does it matter to me who you serve? Yes. Why? Well, because it seems that one of you is trying to come back and destroy this place, and the other one isn't, so... You know his thoughts, and you've seen through his eyes. I'm sure you've seen all we've been through. In truth, I did side with Cyraxis. But I can be persuaded. Hmm. Persuaded, you say? Given sufficient cause, yes. I am not as hell-bent in my beliefs as some of my other brethren were. You know, I'm starting to question if Harkos is really an alacocra, because every episode we record, I feel like he gets closer and closer to being a do- dog cocra with the amount of shades of gray that he sees everywhere. <laughs> like there's just, there's no, there's no color in this world. There's no color. Um, it's just all gray area. And 
I mean, that's super enjoyable to deal with. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, I, in all honesty, was a shithead, but I could be persuaded to not be. If you're willing to lose your other friend who wants to hate dragons as much as you do. <laughs> oh, God. And what would persuade you? Reason. Reason to believe that I will not be dead on the other side of this. I chose Cyraxis because Cyraxis was far more powerful. She rules with an iron fist, but typically an iron fist is much stronger than a flesh one. So, I chose life. I want to glance over at Phil. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? What's, what's he look like at the moment? Roll a uh, perception check. That is a 18 plus 4, 22. Yeah. Uh, he looks very stoic. He doesn't seem to be reacting much to anything. It's just very uh, focused, a little nervous, and uh, definitely ready in case some shit goes down. But you're having a hard time reading his expression otherwise. Okay. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you you were the one that wanted to come up here and make friends. I did not want to come up here and make friends. I wanted to come up here and Ken to give me a vaguely bad answer and then have an air fight that results in us plummeting into the earth and making new characters. That's not happening. So my plans have been shattered on the ground, unlike my character, so I have no path forward. I don't I don't know because the Harkos wants to try, but I did that's that's not really the fucking answer that feels like it's worth trying. It's like, I mean you if you can prove to me that I won't be dead, well if well, I can prove to you if you choose I mean, fucking Cyraxis you'll be dead. I cockily think to myself. That's that's where I'm going to head with the conversation. So. Well, I'm sure that will pan out perfectly for us, but not, not that I'm trying to assuage you from <laughs> heading in there. I'm just... This, this is one of those situations that I talked a couple episodes ago. Uh, I said, we talked about Under the Trench Code, that Nick likes to talk at red buttons, Brad likes to push them, but when Brad chooses to talk to them, he talks shit to them. <laughs> Nick, Nick talks at them and tries to get them angry enough that they push themselves so Nick can push off any guilt. Brad, Brad just talks shit to the point where they're like, okay, I'm pushing myself, but we all know, we all saw him make me, right? But it's your fault. Yeah, we all saw him force me to push myself. 
And we're like, yeah, no, we totally agree that he basically pushed the button. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. So what you're saying is you chose the side of Cyraxis because if not, you would have been killed? Certainly looked that way. Though truth be told, now it seems that neither side would have mattered. We all got smoked just the same. And what... What was the opposing side to Cyraxis? What was their goal in all of it? Cyraxis is the Iron Hand, presumably Numerath's side was the flesh one. It's a close enough analogy, yes. The same end goal, but with different means. Mm, see? No. I don't like that, Brad. I don't like it. That <laughs> sounds like still subjugation, just like with benefits. <laughs> like you get to stay alive and we won't eat you. <laughs> or we'll make the the rich Iron Jaw family rich because they're kind. <laughs> subjugation with benefits. That's what it fucking sounds like. It's the same end goal, different means. We still want to be in charge of everything. We just don't want you to be like tossed into the pile of poop that we'll shit out later. You must understand that we Methuselahs were not born to just wander this world. We were brought into this world very purposefully with the intention on ruling it. It's just, again, sides, form. Different means to the same end. Just whether you do it again with the Iron Fist or the Flesh One. Well, we know why you chose your side, but which do you prefer? I care not. I was always more fond of Numerath, but again, I did not see extended life by being on that side. And you've seen what we've done. Does that uh, add any ill will towards us? Mm, no. I am not particularly happy that you killed Koba, but that is just an inconvenience. One that can be rectified quite quickly. Yeah. In fairness, it looked like he was trying to murder my friend. I would disagree, but that's fine. He had him by the throat. Yes. And is he dead now? No, but we interrupted it. Interrupted what? 
the throat grabbing. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> No, because then Ken will get upset and he'll have to swear off using dragon NPCs because we don't like how they talk to us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm hurt, Ken, because I don't know what to decide, and I'm lashing out. That wasn't deserved. No. That wasn't deserved. That was very <laughs> shitty of me to do. This isn't. This is. This is own Dean PTSD. This is the God's revenge. No, see, here's here's PTSD. No, this is where I'm at right now. This is where I'm at. Like. I now feel like there are there are three ends to this campaign. Three three main ends <laughs> yeah. to this campaign. Cyraxis wins, Numerath wins, or we kill them all a second time. And I honestly feel and, like Cyraxis is the win. bad ending. Numerath is Phil's bad ending, and the middle <laughs> the, the middle the middle ground with all of them dead is just a bad ending for everybody because it's gonna feel like the right thing and then Ken's gonna do some weird epilogue shit that could set up like a Riven 2.0 where he's like, but shitty leaders rose up in place of the lack of leadership from the Methuselahs because they weren't scared to be backed down by the dragons so shitty people who do like human sacrifice. So it's just people that are Cyraxis, but they're in human form. That's where my mind's at right now. It's either we try and make good with the good air quotes, good side of the dragons and attempt to persuade Phil into that mindset or lose him because he can't be persuaded which is understandable or we tell Torvir to fuck off he goes and joins the bad side again and we have to fight that side but at least we keep well, Phil and ultimately I mean there might come like even if we were <sighs> There could be a I, point I feel where like the we're good... broaching into uh, trench coat talks. I mean, yeah. we, we kind of are, but I'm trying. I'm just. I'm trying to fucking get my. I. I, I don't know how. I don't know how to play this game right now. I'm just. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here listening, and I. I want to help Brad. I want to be part of this decision. So, like, if it goes south, I don't have to be upset with what happened because I participated. But I don't know how to participate right now. I don't know what I want. I don't know what makes sense. Personally, I'm on the fence because it's Ken's being vague enough that it seems like we can take this either direction. Trevor's irritated right now. So, okay, if 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 we want to pull the character thing, it, not, and I don't mean like the the typical. It's what my character would do. If we want to pull character feelings into it, Harkos, the moment he said the the. The, the same end but different means Harkos's main thing is that people don't need to be subjugated he said he right. said that Agreed. with Pylorvo and that's that's been his driving force against disliking the dragons is that their their goal is to be overlords whether it's the flesh fist or the iron fist and so my my harkos instinct the moment he was like same ends different means was a big fuck you because i don't like those ends i don't like them if they're with a flesh fist or the iron one i i i do not like them sam i am <sighs> yeah and but see and then 
And then with that, I, I agree with you. But then my brain goes with Ken's typical fuckery of he's phrasing it that way. But there's so many versions of yeah, that. Yeah, like, his words could mean so many could, things. Yeah. You, they could be like the gods, because in theory, you could you could say that the gods are subjugating us because people are following them. So it's it could be a total play on words that really doesn't mean anything bad, but it sounds really bad right now. OK, Brad, keep playing the game. I'll chime in when I feel like I can. I, I, I don't, no, I'm not I'm not upset. I just I don't I don't. I don't have anything for Harkos to say because because what I want to say right now is too it's too far to one side of the conversation and I don't think that that's appropriate right now like I I, I genuinely I I really want to play Harkos as if he is trying to see things Trevor's way and and if I if I want to do that I have to have him listen. I can't have him just stop listening when he hears the one bad thing he wants he doesn't want to hear because that's what people who aren't trying do. And if I if I want Harkos to try, I have to shut up and listen before I open my mouth. And so Nick doesn't want Brad and Ken to have be the only ones having this conversation, but it needs to be that way right now because I'm going to say something stupid that shuts a door on one half of this, and I don't want to do that. I want to keep the doors open until I feel wholeheartedly confident in what Harkos would want, and I'm trying to ha- I'm trying to have him give the benefit of the doubt to these creatures. And, my, and right now, if I open my, my mouth, I'm not going to give that benefit. I have one thought aside from my red button pushy that's in my head, but it's a dick move to Ken. In my opinion. I mean, Ken knows the seat he's in. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, then I'm going to use it. Uh, I guess it's it's sort of a dick move. You're probably just going to bullshit it out and back on me anyway. I'm afraid. But, uh... (laughs) So... Again, you've seen what we've been through and what we have done and the moments where we've tried to accept things and had it backfire. So I think the decision being made here shouldn't be by me because I'm still holding out hope that there's got to be more good than bad. (laughs) But you see, Phil over here does not like any of you at the moment, so perhaps if you can convince him that uh, your vagueness is actually going to help us and not stab us in the back like the others... And we'll see how things go. And I'm going to look at Phil. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious what you mean by my vagueness. I feel that I've been quite forthright with you.
Well, don't fucking speak at once, Trevor. <laughs> yes, you've explained that the line doesn't really matter and you could go to either side of it. That's plenty vague to me. I prefer to keep us from the potential of being stabbed in the back yet again, so... I am not Borvinsal. I will not leap from one side to the other, depending on how I'm feeling or who I'm wanting to manipulate. Do not confuse me with the other side. I don't care. I don't care what side I fight on as long as I feel that it is going to be the winning side. As long as I continue to draw breath, I do not care. If you can make me feel that I will be alive at the end of this, then I will... I will swear off Cyraxis. I will push myself away from her. But, even now, still seems like she's the stronger one. Well, currently, you're looking at the things that have been killing off your kind. So, I would say that your chances of staying alive are much higher if you're on our side. He drops there. His, I pushed the red button. He drops You're welcome. his <laughs> snout down and stares at you eye to eye. You have fought shades of what we once were. That is all. There was a time that my mere footstep would have crushed you into an oblivion that you cannot even comprehend. There is a time that if I had just looked at you and willed you dead, you would have been. You do not know what game you are playing at. Short life. I and my kind are eternal. We have been around longer than your races, and we will survive for long after. Do not test me, and do not underestimate Cyraxis. I don't doubt the power that any of you wielded. I don't know what it is. I don't pretend to know what it is. I am fully aware that none of you are at your best. We've we've been made well aware of that. I simply stated that currently we are what's doing that job. As I said, convince me that I will not be dead on the other side of this, and I will happily march to Numerath's Fife. All, all of, all of my experiences and and 
thoughts you saw, yes? Yes. Even while I was asleep. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yes. My dream about Pylorvo attacking. How did that happen? Did you... Is it, is it your connection to her? Is it you self-preserving because you didn't want me and in turn you to be in the city when it happened? Or is it just random chance? He looks at you and and is kind of mulling over his thoughts. It was none of those things. It was a leak of strategy and a battle cry. I would not have purposely given you that vision because you knowing what was to come would put you into direct contact with something to avoid it. And as I stated, the path that I was on was the path of Cyraxis, which Pylorvo also walked. No offense, but while I was in there, I would have much rather you been dead because then I could have escaped. 
Yes, well, the fact that I gripped you so tight is the reason that you're here now, because had I not, we could have handed you over to the remaining cabal, and who knows what happens to you then. You could be on a shelf next to your sister, or... I don't know. I don't know what's happening. There's a chance that apparently Sam Renton will be destroyed by poor Vinsol. So, obviously, your state inside the reliquary is not a safe one. And despite the better judgment against others of your kind, I kept you safe. I kept part of you in me, unwillingly and unwittingly, and the rest of you on my person, despite being hounded by not only your hound, but many others who may not have known you were there, but I'm sure could get there. Some people, Pylorvo, were able to smell you on me, so it was apparent that you were nearby. And... Yes, you were on the side of Cyraxis, and Pylorvo may have been able to um, use you as an ally. But you don't know that. You talk about how people flopped sides so easily like Borvinsol for, for their gain. How, how would you know that one of your own wouldn't somehow use your essence for personal gain in one way or another? I didn't have to keep you like I did. I had many times over where things could have happened to you. Trevor carried you for a time, and he passed on on the train, and I took the effort to make sure I kept you hidden from those that took him. So we might not be able to prove that we can keep you alive, us short lives, as you put it. Because, I mean, look at us in comparison to you. However, I would pose to you that despite our lack of proof now, if nothing else, my preservation of you, despite my distaste for what your kind has done thus far has earned me some form of a favor of a chance to wait and see. Do not decide now. Give us the means not... Mm, I don't want to say that. I didn't say that part. I don't want him to give us means. Give us the time and the ability to show you that our side is the one that will prevail because we have earned that much by keeping you from who knows what other ends you could have wound up in. He turns to look over at Trevor. Is it? I hear a convincing argument. Do you have anything to add? I don't believe so. How about... 
if the time comes that I am convinced that you make sure that Numerath doesn't take my head for my previous sins. We don't speak very often, so I cannot make any promises, but I will try. That will be a condition. As I said, self-preservation is key here. I don't want to end up dead fighting for a cause that will kill me. Don't suppose you know a handy way of getting a hold of your kind, do you? He, he looks confused for a moment. Like, he doesn't quite understand what you're saying. <laughs> he comes to me in a dream every now and then. I've seen him once during death and once well, here. Well, he, he again just looks genuinely perplexed. I don't know. Uh, I, before our fall, if one of our servants wished to contact us, they merely needed to have the thought. Son of a bitch. Yeah, perhaps I try that, then. I will see what I can do. I apologize that I cannot be of more help, but... All of us are not what we once were, so... <clears throat> I know not if that will actually make a difference. Well, it's worth a shot. He turns back and looks at, at you, Harkos. Convince me. I yearn to be convinced by you. You are all fascinating. Truly, you are. It is interesting to see since we've been gone how far your races has, have come. I don't know that I've ever been spoken to like this. It is interesting. Times have certainly changed. I... I do not easily... I do not easily give out... my trust... And I don't know that I'm giving it now. But do not mistake my plea for some sort of begging. I merely am trying to I want to believe that Riven 
it once one piece continent that was shattered and is getting a second chance at life since shattering is just that a land of second chances I didn't my first go wasn't pleasant My friend Trevor here, he fell and he's having his second go. I don't trust your kind. I've been given no reason to. I don't like what I've heard of your kind. And I don't want to forgive what I've heard that you've done. But that's not my place, nor is it my choice. What is my choice is to give you a choice, and that's what I am attempting to do. I want to give you and yours the same hand that I want me and mine to be dealt time over. And I hope that in doing that, I am not making a massive mistake. If you will not trust in me, I cannot truly blame you. Trust. If you will not trust in me, then at least trust in that I want to live. That is my driving force. Do we have an arrangement? Yes. I do believe so. Very well. I warn you, if Cyraxis calls, I will go to her. Unless you've convinced me before that call happens. How do we get a hold of you? I will... I will have Koba back soon. I will have him be somewhere easy for you to find. Wonderful. I'm sure he will be thrilled. Are we done then? Look at Harkos. Yes. If I may make a suggestion. If you want more help, seek. Mm. Travel north. In the Loxfang mountain range, you will find another of my kind and her herald. 
they were one that was very close to Numerath. And I'm sure would aid you. And who might that be? Is Henshi Durath and her herald, Purwa. And another side quest. My my brain is like mush tonight. Apparently, <laughs> my mouth is just really dry. So I'm I'm sitting here with it agape because I'm <laughs> totally devoid of all emotion. If we are done, and uh, you see the storm starts to dissipate around him a little bit. We are done, aren't we? I do believe so. He looks back to you, Harkos. Convince me. And he turns and with a massive flap of his wings, the storm swirls and dissipates and he starts traveling to the west. And you all fall to your death. Fucking ditto, motherfucker. So have the winds died down? No. As what you can assume is only a small show of faith, a uh, gentle wind continues to carry you and slowly starts like dissipating so that you slowly start falling down. No. Okay, when we hit the ground... I'm going to make the obvious turn and go, Phil, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, we do. An awkward chill there. I got an expected one. <laughs> do you do you wish to do it here or would you like to go find somewhere to sit? He looks around and there's there that people are fucking sheltered in place like that. You know, the, the storm is gone, but people are terrified. The bolt that drinks brings dread. Uh, but he he looks back and forth from the two of you and he says, I think we need to do it now. I draw my hammer. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, I'm just going to preface this real fast Brad you are more than welcome to interject whenever you want um, but part of me figuring out what to say to that fucker was figuring out what to say to Phil next <laughs> so, yeah, so <laughs> this is probably going to be a mostly you conversation because I already know his feelings towards what, what Trevor's and he knows yours. plans are yeah okay <clears throat> right now it is then. And so Harkos is going to olive leaf his hands in front of him. 
Phil, I can't fault you for wanting to leave. And as much as it would pain me to see you go, I I don't expect you to stay when this conversation is over. But I do hope you do. In, in the things that we're doing, the things that we did at Iron's Edge, it's, it's completely unpredictable. And I, as you are well aware, I don't trust these creatures. I, I can't. I don't. I don't have a reason to. But I, I meant what I said up there. I want, I want a riven, to where people aren't looked at. Like I was outside of Iron's Edge. I want a riven where people don't have to think down on different walks of life because of... If I'm to wish that, who am I? No matter how bad the past, who am I to force an idea on to a race of people or creatures or monsters. If someone is doing direct evil to me, I can kind of figure it out on my own. As scary as they are, if they're willing to talk, if they're willing to listen, they could be open to change. And I can promise you I will be the first one to be right there if they don't, I am willing to lay down my life for the choices that I've made. And I don't fully expect you to understand. We, myself, comes from a different walk than Trevor comes from, than what you come from, Puffles and Selena even, all of us. The story's not going to be the same for anyone, but I... Things are mounting against us. There are more dragons already risen than we were aware of. And we're not going to get to all of them quickly. Which means some of them are going to start to ramp up. And they're going to do the things they need to do to get back to how they were. And we'll get to them. But who's to say we'll be able to handle it? If we can secure firepower in our corner, I feel that may be one of the only ways we can make it through this, and... Trevor holds much faith in Numerath. And I hold much faith in Trevor. So I already know out of the gate that you probably disagree with everything that just happened. But I do hope that you'll... At the very least, if you go, I hope that you don't hold it against me. I didn't make the choice easy.
We knew what side he was on, guys. If, if you want to make this argument that, you know, maybe New Marath is good and, and that Cyraxis is bad, we knew he told us that he followed Cyraxis. He told us that if Cyraxis calls, he'll go. We could have ended it, or we could have at least tried. But we're going based on the word of something that obviously wasn't good for you to have in you in the first place, that those creatures that served him are the ones that attacked Iron's Edge in the first place. That's how we all met, is because servants of this creature attacked the town. Again, I don't see the hope that you see. What what would have happened if we didn't allow Ansigar his second chance? I understand. I know. I know. Ansigar's not a Methuselah. It's it's a far stretch, but what would have happened? He would probably at this point be in a jail somewhere. And oh, and he would have shared the Indian everything that they asked for. The Ansigar that we knew before we knew he was Alcanor was a coward that only cared about life. He was a man who lived completely for self-preservation. You weren't in the mines. You didn't see the first time we went down with him. But the first moment of dread, he tucked tail and ran with the thoughts of leaving us down there. And he and Elian very well would have caved in the mines with us all still in there. And yet, when Pylorvo attempted to siege this city and take her people... Alcanor was found in the streets, fighting to keep them safe. I don't expect you to see the hope that we do. I don't see it on the scale of the Methuselahs. But I can't help but see likenesses between Alcanor's situation and Toravir's. Again, Alcanor is not Toravir. But Toravir cares about self-preservation. And if we can twist that to be on our side, that's fine. And it will work. And if we have to deal with it later, we can. But I can't, as much as every fiber of me wants to, knowing what history says happened, I can't in good conscience condemn someone's future for what they've 
done if they're willing to change. It doesn't... It's not right, and it's not fair. We've had too many examples in our small circle. Selena did the right thing. And look what they did to her for it. Had we been drow of her clan, we would have celebrated the monster that she became because she deserved it. But we knew who she was out here. And her mother knew that she was doing the right thing. They were just being forced. We don't know everything we need to know. And there's not good ways to find it out. But right now, if the only way, if the only path we have is through, we need to be grabbing at as many arms as we can to weaponize ourselves with because if there's a war coming I love us but the three of us aren't going to stand a chance I, I get it I get the I get the point. And I know that I'm certainly not strong enough to stand up to one of those one of the Methuselahs on my own, even with the three of us, even if the entire Iron's Edge crew behind us I don't I I get it that we need help. Right? This is all based on the hope that Numerath isn't just a different form of the bad. Real quick, while we're standing here, since Trevor's being quiet, because again, uh, we we know the sides here. Um, I want to be thinking about Numerath, like like what he said, thinking about speaking with him. Roll a religion check. Religion. So we'll have varying degrees of success depending on how on how well you roll. Religion. First of all, it's a nat 20 plus three. Okay. Not that the nat 20 so much means anything, but 23 total. All right. Uh, so Phil will. It, he he's looking at you, Harko. So mm-hmm. he's kind of looking over at Trevor, who's off in his own little world, apparently. Uh, and uh, I'll follow you. I will keep on going. All of us together, but man. 
I just don't want to have to take on the whole world. You know? If... If this job... Because at this point, it's our job. When this job becomes too much for any of us. And Parkus is going to glance at Trevor and Phil like while he's saying this. I want us to have a talk if we feel we need to step away. I, I don't want any of us doing something that we don't think we can handle or we're not comfortable with. Phil, Phil kind of laughs at that. I'm pre- pretty sure that almost everything that we've done so far has been something that we can't handle. Harkos will kind of chuckle. Well, you, you understand my meaning. Uh, I, I appreciate your willingness to continue, and I can only hope that as time goes on. Maybe we both can see signs of the hope that I want there to be. Trevor. (sighs) Yes. Trevor Ironjaw. It seems that our connection has grown stronger. I can hear you. Oh, wonderful. This is good news. I cannot maintain for very long, but is there something that I can help you with? I don't suppose it would be possible for an in-person meeting, would it? Unfortunately, no. Not at this moment. I can send you Davinia, and she can speak on my behalf. That could also help. Well, I have you, though. We just spoke with Toromir. Indeed. I felt his presence come back to the mortal plane. And what are your thoughts of him? I do not feel that he spoke untruthfully to you. I knew Toromir for many long years and he does care more about survival than almost anything else be cautious though I he may be of my kind but he is not my kin do you understand um I suppose just <laughs> just be wary that long ago there were alliances formed and his alliance was not to me or my kid yeah. and that gives me pause um, do, you, do you mean his alliance to uh, oh, Cyraxis. Cyraxis? Yes. 
Cyraxus is not your kin either. No. Oh, so many questions. Um. Well, part of our trying to get him on our side was that you wouldn't take his head if he did decide to help us. Mm. I made no promises. It's best that you didn't. I made many. (laughs) (laughs) He did seem... He seemed like he did want us to persuade him over. His his talking with Arcos. You there is a large difference between Pylorvo and Toravir. If you take those as extreme examples. Pylorvo was fanatical in her following of Cyraxis. Despite them being opposite elements, it, it's just that it, either way, that the ideals were the same. Toravir was not fanatical in his following, but he did follow nonetheless. Yes, he seemed upfront about it. It was self preservation mostly. He does not care for either side, but whichever one will keep him alive. Was never truly fond of Toravir. Was friendly for a time before factions started, but he was always a bit uh, vain for my taste. Well, do you think if we did convince him to join our side that it would be um, a knife in the back, I suppose? I can assure you that if Toravir does switch sides, there will be some sort of price to pay. Cyraxis and her followers will not take that betrayal lightly. I meant more from him than from the side we're already shooting for. Okay, maybe I'm confused. And I meant, does he think that if we convince Toravir to come over, if he's going to stab us in the back? Oh, oh, okay, I gotcha. I... If we start to lose, then yes. I will be honest about that. I can't... Again, with I've known Torvir for a long time, and if he starts to feel that he is not on the winning side, if he gets a chance, he will put himself there. Hmm. Well... Um, so if you send Divinia to us, we can speak with you through her? In a fashion. She knows what I know, and I can get some sense of her her surroundings and what she speaks of. So you will 
have, you will be speaking with me to some degree, but I end your cutoff. God damn it. <laughs> One more question. And I kind of snap out of it like, oh. Mm. Cocaine's a hell of a drug there, there, Trevor. <laughs> uh, apparently, Torovir's um, suggestion worked. I apologize. I was having another conversation. What suggestion? Um, the simply thinking of Numerath seemed to establish a connection. Ah. Uh. I heard a die roll, Ken. Yeah. You hear a whistle. I uh, hey. and as you you kind of like look around to see where it's coming from, you see a streak of gold in the sky above you that then streaks down and superhero landing next to you is Davinia. <laughs> who stands and looks around she sees Phil and Harkos and she says I am Divinia herald to the golden flame the purifying light the firstborn son the Methuselah Numerath and she gives the two of you a bow and that my friends wait we'll call it Huh? I said, wait, Gork? <laughs> and that, my friends, is where we will call it for tonight. <sighs> Fucking good. <laughs> Fucking good. I don't have anything left, man. That took a lot. <laughs> I believe it. Wow. Well, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. If you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, we would kindly ask that you show us some support. You could do so through our Patreon. Uh, we are good little warlocks and we offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose. If Patreon isn't so much your thing, you could do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. Uh, go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek. You can do a one-time donation there. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek. Or you can find us on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week, you are the Sound Zealot Barbarian. Rage. Sorry. Through your unflinching devotion to the audio gods, you are able to power through each episode 
and hack away at the parts that are unpleasant to the ears. I love it. Can you please rage us something fun to go out on? He, he said unwavering faith to the audio gods, and I'm over here thinking, like, I've been slacking on my editing. I don't know who the fuck you've been talking to. <laughs> Look, just because you don't go to the audio church every Sunday doesn't mean you're not. <laughs> what, I'm, a, I'm a fair weather audi- audio technician. Uh, anyway, before we say something that we shouldn't. Um, so hootie who from Nick and Harkos, because that's all we got energy for at this point. Uh, as... Um, what we went through the I don't know, we got kicked in the dicks in episode 76. <laughs> um, and uh, what seven? Uh, what? I don't know. We'll see what happens next week in episode seventy-seven. I don't. I don't know. There's, there's no. There's not a love. It's seven, seven, Evan, Levin, Bevan, Wevan. De- I don't know. There's not enough words. So yeah, catch us next week as we go over the Divinia reveal with Harkos and Phil because that'll be a fucking treat that my exhausted emotions are totally ready for. Um. That's why I did not continue into any of that interaction. I did not think that anybody was <laughs> up to that. Well, Brad might have been. I don't, no, not not in a bad way. I don't feel like Brad had to put forth a ton of uh, o- o- no, over no, overreaching emotion because Brad just had to fuel his hate for hey you fuck us we're gonna fuck you back. That's all Brad had to deal with, and then Brad got to talk to his god. So like Brad had a pretty anyway. That was pretty uh, solid. Ending. So this week I got a song. Um, conveniently, it's marginally fitting and a little hypocritical of what happened in the episode. Some of it, it looks like um, we were supposed to do a two session recording last week and we didn't. So I wrote this then and then shit happened tonight. So without further ado, here's episode 76's parody. <clears throat> At the start of it all, we were mortified. (laughs) Is it really true that the dragons are coming back to life? But then we've saved so many lives, righting all their stupid wrongs. And we've grown strong. And now Nick made the song, and so step back. Get out my face. You won't want to be around when we get to your place. We don't take shit from heralds or their stupid prophecies. Your empty words mean nothing. Your threats don't scare me. So now you know what you want more. Oh, man, we're blushing because we're thrilled to settle the score. We are the ones who will stop you. Stop you. Anything you try, we won't falter. We won't even bat an eye. Oh, no, not we. We're the B team. (laughs) And as long as we've got air to breathe, our passion will not cease. We've got all our souls to give. Trevor would give his a second time. We are stubborn. stubborn. (laughs) We are the B team. Hey, hey. (laughs) Fucking amazing. 
Thanks. Ooh. I don't know how I feel about it anymore. It's one of those that's so recognizable. I mean, it took it took like 0. 0.5 <laughs> seconds. Yep. At the start Sometimes of it all, I have to really we think about mortified. it. But... Oh, there it is. Oh, man. Boy, howdy, that sure was a good one, wasn't it? I just sure wish that there was something more we could give to you. You know what? Actually, I just heard a swell idea of a deal. You head on over to the Patreon, and uh, we'll check out the uh, the subscription there, and you get yourself some early access to episode content. And you can also get yourself that uh, pre-show we were talking about before the show. You also get that uh, 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 under the trench coat where they talk about all sorts of crazy stuff. You want to know what uh, went into this episode, some of the thoughts, ideas that went into this episode? Head on over to Patreon. Why don't you check it out? I'm sure they got a under the trench coat up for it already. And remember, keep your days away from the meek by rolling in the geek. It's like bacon, but for your ears. Side effects may include excessive happiness, extra content, as well as possible overload of joy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.